I believe in divine timing. I believe that the right people, information, wisdom, guidance, heck, things arrive when we're ready for them. I believe that owning our own truth unconditionally is the path to not only create a fulfillment, but more wild success and abundance. This isn't only a podcast to help you get strategic and master the position of success. It's a declaration to share the truth. It's a commitment to keep going to make it happen no matter what. It's an activation and invitation for me, for you, and for us to play a bigger game. So my question for you is this, do you really want it? Do you really want to make your dreams come true? Do you really want to become a six-figure coach? Welcome to the Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I dare you to get ready to show up, boss up, and make it happen. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I have another incredible guest with me today. Bridget Aileen Sisko is with me here, and we are going to dive into a conversation about networking and connections online, and I'm so, so happy because this is how Bridget and I met. We got connected through somebody else on the internet that we know. Literally, we ended up jumping on a call and connected instantly and had a conversation as if we've known each other for years. There was really like, it's like our souls recognized each other and then boom, like off we went, um, which I love, love, love so much. And honestly, these connections have been invaluable, but also you get to meet the coolest people on the internet and Bridget is one of them. She helps successful entrepreneurs stand out online, be featured in the industry. She has an amazing podcast. She is an amazing leader and woman and like there's so much to find out about Bridget and I encourage you to check out the show notes and go visit her website, her Instagram, Bridget Aline Cisco, and check her out. But I want to stop talking because I want to talk to you and just dive into this conversation you and I are going to have and, and everybody else can grab a cup of coffee and sit back and tune in. I'm so excited. I have my coffee here. It's like a Friday. I'm just enjoying my day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Friday are my favorite recording days. Like Friday is a creative mm-hmm. day for me, like a creation day. I don't um, like I have podcast interview calls, but I generally try to avoid having too many other calls on Fridays. And that feels so good. Like it's like wrap up, create and then weekend. I do the same thing. I schedule all like all of I have a podcast interview after this for my show. It's just like a fun day to have good conversations. And I really agree. It like sets the tone for the weekend. We're like, okay, we're ready. Totally, totally. It's so good. So Bridget, tell me, I mean, you've been around the block. (laughs) You've been in business for a while. You've met a few people on the internet that are cool that have stories to tell. I would love to just hear a little bit more about your story and how the connections that you've made have been so powerful for you. Yeah. So my like original story into like my awakening spiritual journey really started at a very young age where I had Lyme disease, learned a lot about holistic medicine, Ayurveda, yoga, meditation. And it really sent me on this like trajectory of I want to live a life that honors me And we're all unique. And therefore, my situation in healing with Lyme disease went a little bit away from the typical Western medical model. And I just felt a little bit different, you know, early on in my journey. And 
fast forward a couple of years, I graduate from college. I'm like ready to get like a regular job. I work at Yelp in New York City. And I was not feeling it at all. It wasn't for me. It was a sales job, which was great experience, great community, I will say, great people who worked there, which I really did value and that planted a seed. But it was just cold calling, which was like draining and sucking my soul out. I was like, no, not another call. So I decided to leave that job and go travel to Ibiza and become a yoga teacher and study Ayurveda and really just like start something for myself. And I was probably 21 or 22 at this time when I made that leap. And I come back home to my parents' house to live after that journey. And again, I felt alone. So there's been like these little seeds planted throughout that experience from an early age, even my early 20s to feeling different than those around me. And being someone who wanted to enjoy life and wanted to create something, wanted to live a creative path. And because of that, there's that quote where it's like, build it and they they will come. So I was like, okay, I'm going to teach yoga and I'm going to host women's circles. I'm going to bring the people together in my suburban New Jersey town. And that's really where it all started. Like that's where the physical manifestation of like feeling different and feeling secluded to then bringing the people together. And that has then come into everything I've done in business in the last four to five years. My God, I love that. From feeling secluded to bringing people together. From feeling alone to bringing like to having this connectedness that like I so relate with what you're sharing and there is such power in feeling your aloneness and feeling secluded and, and being in solitude and that there's an important vital part of that. But then through my experience, the last three months, what I've really found is that I crave connection with very specific people. Yes. And you know what? It's funny because I was just, as you were talking, I was also reflecting and going, it wasn't like I was by myself in those early 20 years, like I was with, there was people around me, but it wasn't like my true, I had changed. I'd evolved. My interests had changed. My values had changed. How I wanted to spend my time had changed. And that's where I felt alone. And then like, you know, you've had this experience over the last three months of going through a whole slew of different emotional things, everything that you've experienced. And it's about who do we want to surround ourselves with, which is like why I love you. Yeah, totally. It's so interesting too, isn't it? How like being with people and being with people is not the same. I'm like, being with people and being with people is not the same. People are like, what the heck is she talking about? But it's like, it's like, okay, so Friday night, I'll let you in on this. So Friday nights, I get triggered. Friday nights, I get triggered. And Last Friday, same thing happened. I got kind of triggered by being on my own and I got so restless. Like I was just like, ah, I was like, I got to leave the house. I was like, I got to leave the house. And I didn't want to go into town and have a drink. Like, yeah, I could have, you know, gone, done that and sit at a bar and have a drink and talk to a stranger. But I was like, I I don't want that. Like, this is not what I want. And I was like, just leave the house. So I grabbed my bag and I was like, just started walking. And as I was walking, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, isn't it interesting? Because it's like, what was different about Friday night before? 
And I literally was like, well, nothing really because we weren't actually ever doing anything like like honestly like I didn't have one of those relationships where we were doing weekend trips and and all of these things and like I love doing that stuff but we together we did not do a lot of that and so Friday nights typically or whatever the weekend was 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 typically just us sitting on a sofa next to each other watching television like that is honestly like what what Friday night was like like totally and look, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I just want to like, you know, I don't want to, if you're into like sitting with your guy on the sofa watching TV and you love it and, and it's amazing, like, don't get this wrong. <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, I'm projecting on you. But, but I literally in that moment, as I was walking, was thinking, I was like, the only thing that was different was that there was a physical presence. There was another body in the room. There was a physical presence of another human in the room with me like breaking this down to the very essence of what the situation was, right? Of course, like there was love once and, and we had a connection once. So like not dismissing 16 years of my life, but Friday nights, the only thing that really was different that there was somebody else in the room with me. And that moment, it clicked for me. And I, I was like, yeah. And I actually sometimes felt alone. In that same moment. And here I am getting triggered on a Friday night because what am I gonna do? Single lady on a Friday night. <laughs> what the heck? You know? I'm grabbing my bag and I'm going for a walk and put my feet in a freezing cold lake. Like that's what I ended up doing. And I loved it. And I'm like, okay, I'm a little, you know, strange sometimes, but strange gets to be beautiful. And I, for me it was a total vibe. <laughs> And then yeah. I created a beautiful Instagram story and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Connecting with people on the internet again, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And just to be able to connect with people, we're in a different country and I feel a connection to you and I felt that right away. And it is absolutely possible in these in these online spaces because like, we're able to create our own little communities like in the ethers. That's basically what social media is. It's not tangible. It's not physical. It's connected to air, to space. But we're able to create some connections still within in that space based on like values and interests. And I will still say hugging someone in person is like there's nothing like it. But we can absolutely still have those people online and build relationships and have that be our focus. And for business, for me, it's been very helpful just to like be human, have good conversations. Yeah, be human and have good conversations. I think that's so key. And and also, I think this is what starts to transform these relationships online too, right? Especially if we're keeping it business focused and we're talking about building the community. It's creating content too that's conversational, right? Like having conversations with people. Um it's it's funny. I only recently really started reaching out to people directly and actually starting to build relationships with my community, like deeper relationships, engaging more with people off my like feed and off my stories. And it, it's so it's so interesting because I got really hung up on it. And I'm like, why am I so hung up on that? Because really, 
this is about having conversations with people. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm so bad having conversations with people. And I'm like, that is such a bullshit story that I'm telling myself, but it's just because I'm doing things differently. Right. But I, I feel like this is where we, we all get so hung up with like creating content and putting ourselves out there. And we all get so like telly. It's like we constantly like talking at people when, mm. when we have this beautiful opportunity on social media to talk with people, to have conversations with people, to, to show up and invite people in rather than just project outward. You know, yes, we're projecting because we're always projecting our own opinions, but we can invite people to come in and be open to these connections, right? Like you yeah. and I were connected through somebody else who I was connected to through somebody else who probably like, it's wild how like this like storm, you know, it's almost like the first domino falls and then all these mm -hmm. people show up. And I think it's, that is remarkable. You know, when we are having these conversations too, it's amazing who you meet. It is, it is. And I want to like pull, uh, start a little thread on something you just said that I think is important. You were saying that a lot of people get hung up on, you know, creating content and feeling like they have to like talk to or at. And the way I really see things going is it's much more of a we. Like I have something of value to give. You have something of value to give. We can all learn from one another. And I'm a big believer in dismantling this hierarchy because I am no better than someone else. Like, although I'm a leader, so is the person who might join my program. Like, that's not that's not where we're going, right? So this is the age of Aquarius. This is a time where it is about community. It's about bringing people together. It's about humanity as a whole. It's not about the putting the leader on a pedestal because then we give our power away to that person. And that's not what we're about here. I love this. Um, one of my first episodes was called The Pedestal, and I talk about uh, people off the pedestal. I was literally like, if you're putting someone on a pedestal, take them down. And one of the things that I've really been conscious about, because I've done this many times, like I've, I've done this many times, be like, oh, this must, person must be better than me because they have a bigger business or they've been doing it for longer or they have a, like, I get that, especially on Instagram still, when people follow me that have more followers than me, my instant response is, oh, they, they must be looking for me as a client. Like I, you know, or like, oh, there's no way I could help them because they have all these followers. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like, it's amazing. Also, like, I mean, I am totally like, I live my life as like, I am the observer of my thoughts. I'm the observer of my awareness. Like I am like literally like watching myself live out this like movie of thoughts all the time. And it's hilarious. Like it is hilarious like this, but anyways, I, I would do this all the time, pedestaling people. And especially in business, what it would cause me sometimes is to diminish my idea, my light, my perspective, my thoughts, and to just take on what somebody was suggesting, which they did obviously with good intent. And obviously if I've paid them and they're my coaches or mentors, right? Like this is a good thing, but it's so important that we stay true to ourselves through the process. And when we're pedestaling other people, we, we can't do that. And we, we always go with that, like 
them being higher up means we are lesser than, means we know less than, means we can charge less than, means, 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 right? Like there's the bullshit that lives below that initial thought. So I totally relate to that and what we can create together, right? Like you and I have had some really cool collaborations since we've met. Like this is the third conversation you and I have. Because I was on your podcast, you've been on the Dissecting Success podcast, which is my other podcast with my co-host Blair. Now you're on the Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast, and I love it. And and same thing with other people that have come in, like the collaborations that are happening. Like we share each other's, like I've like no problem sharing somebody else's offers and programs coming up or masterclasses coming up. Like if it's relevant to my community, if it's relevant, and I believe in what they're doing, and generally the people I I'm connected with in that way I I do there is no hierarchy for me I can share their stuff like we can all support each other and lift each other up and say we're all equal and we're all unique and because of that we make the world a much more vibrant and colorful and beautiful place because think how boring it would be if we were all the same it'd be so boring and preach preach like a great example of this for me personally is I Part of my business is a publishing company where I support women entrepreneurs. We do multi-author books, solo author books. We create a big community. It's really fun. And I'm a part of a community with a bunch of other publishers doing the same thing. Like we are all very much like the spiritual business owner. We have a practice. Many of us are healers. We literally do the same thing. And someone could come into that space and be like, holy shit, you have so much competition. And like my view is like, these women help me out. Like we help each other out. And it's so beautiful to to see that. And also, I've had the reminder of the polarity that not actually everyone sees it like that. And people still hold, you know, this different view, which is fine and good for them. But that's not going to be my reality. Like, I want us all to win. I think it would be a cooler world. Yeah. And the thing is, too, right? Like, there's maybe other, maybe obviously there's other publishers, right? But there's only one publisher that's Bridget. Like, there's only one you. And there's only you know, your style, like the way you do it, the way you support your clients and publishing their books and sharing their stories and, and getting the visibility, like all of that you do, you do it in your own way with your own essence in your own magic. And somebody who will choose to work with you may not want to choose to work with one of these other nine women that you surround yourself with and vice versa, right? Like, because not every client is ideal, for us. So, so I love that. So Bridget, what would you say? Like if somebody's like, okay, like I am really intrigued about this idea of like making connections, bringing people together, collaborating maybe with people to do exactly the same thing than I do. Do you have any like advice or wisdom on how you would start that process for them? So what I like to do first is have a little bit of introspection. It's like, okay, let me reflect on what do I do? Who do I serve? Like, how can I support someone else? What do I have to offer? And then I like to just be human. (laughs) Like, say hi to someone. And not like a thousand page message of like, hi, I'm Bridget. Like, do my program. More of just like, hey, like, nice to connect, period. (laughs) Like, that's how I'd say hi to you if I met you on the street. Like, so nice to meet you. (laughs) So bringing in the human and the regular in-person business practices into what I do now and then be like, hey, do you want to get on a call together, see what we can do? And 
let's be clear, when we are networking, that's not a time that you're selling your programs or anything. Like this is just a time for you to connect with someone else. I also like to take some notes so that I can like go through the Rolodex and be like, oh, dude, this person needs a branding expert. Like I can connect them to this person. This person has a podcast about, um, you know, health and healing. I'm going to connect these people together. And then just like make some magic happen. I love to be a connector bunny that literally lights me up and just be human. Just be human. I love this. I love this. This is so good. And I love that you're like, don't send them your long pitch. Um, y'all, like I get pitched like five to ten times a day. Yeah. Like five to ten times a day. And then some people become like almost like it's almost like borderlines harassment. And I'm like, I didn't reach out to you. I didn't ask about what you have. I understand that you can start connecting with people. And if you're building the relationship, you can let them know if they're open to it, what you're working on. But like, there is a way that's ethically that you do it. And then there is a way that that's not. And like, I like, that was part of the reason why I was like, I can't even deal with like sending messages to people because I was being so triggered by getting constantly pitched by people because that is not what it's meant to meant to be like if it's the connection and the networking at the heart it's different and you're so right like you wouldn't walk up to somebody and be like hey i'm Teresa. i'm a spiritual business alchemist i can help you build your business like do you need a program do you need this do you want to launch do you need like what do you want like what do you need people will be like get out of my life yeah i mean what? think about right? it like let's um what if we give the comparison to like the people who come up to you on the street? You always want to run away, right? When they have like a pamphlet or something and you're like, no. Okay. Other good example is when you walk into a store and someone, you know, I don't like when they like come up to you and you're in a furniture store, but you've walked into the store, meaning you may be somewhat interested. So that person might then go, hey, welcome. If you have any questions, let me know. Like, that's a very different thing than being like, hi, can I help you? Like, this is what I do. This is what I sell. Like, no one wants that, the energy to it. And we can bring the same philosophy into the online world. Oh my God. I I love this. It's so good. And have patience too, you know, have patience. Like I have to say, like, I have got some really cool conversations going now with different people. And some of these people like aren't even like, there, there isn't like they would not be like considered like an ideal client for me and I don't care because I'm literally like I started introducing this into my community because I seriously am wanting to connect with people network with people know who are all these people watching my stories who are the people liking and engaging with my content like who is even in this community there's thousands of people and I don't know a lot of them, but some of the ones that I've gotten to know are really beautiful souls. And I I love to know more about them. And so there's some cool conversations that have come up and it really enriches my own experience of Instagram, for example, right? Like off social media, when those real conversations happening and when people are doing it only from the intent to sell, you can really feel it. And and I feel like this is with anything in business, like if the only reason you're out there or you're putting yourself out there is to sell your programs and services, 
I don't believe you're ever going to be able to reach the level that you want to reach because it is so much more than the money. Like, at least for me, like I, yes, I want to have a thriving seven and eventually eight figure business. hundred percent. I have goals. Like I'm ambitious and I have goals, but I'm not putting myself out there because I want to just make money. Like I actually get fulfillment and contentment and, and, and joy from my work and to be invited into an entrepreneur's journey. And I feel like you and I, Bridget, we share that to me is the greatest gift somebody could give me. Like for me to be allowed to walk alongside them. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's why I personally love listening to podcasts like this because it's the real deal. Like this is this is these are the real conversations and it's so beautiful to as you said like walk alongside someone who's on this creative challenging raw real vulnerable exciting path like it's really beautiful but this is not for the faint of heart this is this is all of it <laughs> no and shit happens <laughs> Like literally, I was like, what did I say at the start? Like before we recorded, I was like, I've literally gone from down here. And I was like, I finally made it out of the mud puddle. Like it was a long and dirty mud puddle. Like I think to an end, I would love for you to touch on that before we're wrapping up this conversation because you help people tell their stories. And, you know, especially when writing a book and I've written my own book and and it was a tremendously vulnerable process. But what has really come through for me through all that is finding my authentic voice. Mm -hmm. And I, there was nothing being as scary than I I, like, I remember sending the manuscript off to multiple Mm -hmm. people to read and I was procrastinating on it. I was like stalling. I was like terrified to put this out there because I was sharing so much of me and, and I would love to know, you know, how you support your clients with that. Because I know for me, that was a, that was a huge thing as we not only walk the journey, but share the stories of the journey with the world. This is huge and this topic really does excite me because, um, so I'm a kundalini yogi, I study a lot of the kundalini yoga traditions and there's a lot of teachings on success and being seen and this whole idea of having more pressure on you, right? When you have more eyes on you, there's more responsibility, there's more pressure. It it actually takes the nervous system time to recalibrate to this new heightened field, So this happens when we go to write a book and that book is about to be published and people are about to read it. It happens if you go on your first podcast or you're using your voice for the first time, whether it's on live video or I also do a lot of work with helping people pitch themselves to media, to be on podcasts, to be on TV. And it's all the same thing. It's like, who the hell am I? Who's going to listen to this? Like there is this this expansion that happens and there's a huge contraction for so many people because of all the vulnerability that comes with being seen. So I always like to go back to like root, this is where the internal practice has to come in and to be able to self-sustain and literally like lift yourself internally up to a level so that you can actually handle the level of heightened success that's coming into your field. This is a big topic that is 
very interesting. Oh my God. I feel like I'll have to have you back so we can dive into that more because a hundred percent, like that is some of the work that I do with my clients as well on building the energetic capacity to be able to hold, yep. like to, to not just create the success, but hold the success. And I'm shifting my business model completely right now because I've gone through some capacity issues, knowing what that level up has done on my inability to take some action on my business. And I knew I needed to take the action on my business in order to grow and scale from here. Like I, I know there's changes that had to be made. And so this was a tremendous like process to juggle. And it really like, I was like, I got to like quadruple down on the capacity work that we're doing and the spiritual and internal work because. Yeah. Yep, this is where we up all the internal stuff so that we can handle all the external stuff. That The exciting things, like it's all exciting, but it's like, holy shit, it's a lot. I want to retreat and run away and like, you know, go live on a beach and pretend like I don't have this responsibility for a little while. <laughs> yeah, the sense of responsibility and also owning that our words carry weight. Yes. Right, our words carry weight and... Yeah the second we start putting ourselves out there, people are listening. Even if we can't see them, people are listening and stepping into that level of leadership really takes a lot. And, you know, I am certainly grateful for the people I have on my team, my go-to people. Um, and, and that gets wider. Like now there's people like you, you know, and it's amazing to, to have these people out there, which is so, so great. Now I know you have a little freebie or something that, um, the listeners can grab and I would highly recommend you get into Bridget's world because she's brilliant. Where, what is it and where can they find it? Okay. I forget what I, what freebie I gave you, but I'll give you something maybe more relevant. Um, Well, we have a a new program called Visibility on Purpose coming up. It's like a media training school. I think of it as like the Hogwarts of visibility so people can do all this energetic work. Um, So we're going to be doing a a class on that in the next couple of weeks on becoming an energetic match for top tier media. So anyone who wants to join that, they can just send me a DM me on Instagram, Bridget Aileen Cisco, and I'll just send you the link to the video. Okay. Amazing. I love that. And I would love to get that link too. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) And I will share it as well. Um, This is amazing. Bridget, thank you so much. This was such a brilliant conversation. I literally like, I can't wait to have you back so we can talk about this rabbit hole that I just went down (laughs) and down the rabbit hole we go this is the fun thing this was so brilliant I'll make sure that um like all the contact details for you will be in the show notes so if you want to find out more about Bridget if you um want to connect with her on her Instagram all the links and everything you will need is just right below this video um, to make life easy. But thank you so, 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 so much. This was like just a conversation that like, I feel like I needed to have this morning. Same. (laughs) I'm like, I don't really, sorry. I'm like, it doesn't matter what you think, but like I, my life's already better. So like I've already won. I agree. Perfect. Um, but this is a wrap for the Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast. Make sure you check out Bridget and I can't wait to be back soon. <laughs> Bye. That's a wrap for another episode of the Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast. 
I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I want you to know that if I can do it, so can you. Do you want to get your hands on more tools, strategies, and insights to help you become a six-figure coach? Come join my online community on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching, drop into my DMs to say hi, and don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified when the next episode drops. Gratitude always for each and every single one of you. Here's to showing up, bossing up, and making it happen.